Welcome back, everybody. Um, welcome to the 9 to 5 Fitness Podcast. On today's episode, I am joined by three-time Tampa Bay's best personal trainer, lifestyle coach, recipe developer, cookbook author, and For You Fitness podcast host, Nina Nairi. Did I say that right, Nairi? Uh, very close to it, Nairi. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Nairi. All right, excellent. Um, is there anything else you want our customers to know about you, Nina? Um, I mean, three times Tampa Bay's best personal trainer is, is great. That's quite a feat. Good for you. Congratulations. Thank you. It's a huge honor. Um, to be honest, I'm human just like everybody else. I'm a foodie at heart. Um, I'm lazy some days. So don't look at me as like the perfect person because I'm definitely not. <laughs> Well, again, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. How, how are you doing in general with kind of all the craziness, the new quarantine life? How are you doing with all this? Yeah, um, I would definitely say I'm in a better state of mind um, initially. I think everybody can um, really relate with me and the fact that panic was um, running across our minds and our bodies and our insides. Um, so a lot of it was initially a lot of mixed emotions, um, but as time has passed and I am coming to find a new routine uh, from working at home, I feel like I can finally take one step forward as far as more positivity in my life and just being better overall. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's a big change, right? I mean, we kind of talked about, we talked about that last week. Um, so myself and Sydney, our other, uh, company personal trainer, we're kind of just going back and forth. It's our first time working from home. I've never done it before. Mm -hmm. Um, it was our first week, crazy new schedules, new routine, quarantine, you know, uncertainty, uncertainty, unprecedented changes. So it was just, yeah, again, it was a lot going on. So, um, what do you think has been the kind of the biggest challenge for you just being at home more? And this could be anything. It could be personal. It could be workout related, whatever. Yeah. What, what do you think has been like the biggest thing? One of the major challenges is the human interaction that I'm used to getting on a daily basis. I coached individuals one-on-one, -on -one, you know, and that contact, I, I feed off of people's energy. So to not have that that was, I, I was brought to my knees in tears when they said, hey, your gym will not be allowed to be open anymore. And so it was just a huge, it was heartbreaking. Um, and so I'm overcoming that. Um, and I know we'll talk about that a little bit later. But um, I think the second thing, the biggest challenge, like you, we've never, I've never worked from home, is just finding my rhythm and my flow when you're a creature of habit. And all of a sudden, boom, you know, major change. It's just, it's a, it's a game changer when it comes to trying to be productive and, and get work done. It's just totally <laughs> different. Oh yeah, no, I, I completely agree. So, um, and for a lot of us, it's just hard to, especially fall quickly into this new schedule, this new way of life. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it takes some time to get used to it um, and to figure out how to overcome those things. And, and a lot of people are, are doing that through various means, especially since we have a lot of access to digital media, we can still provide services. Yes. Um, so that has helped tremendously quickly as well, because that's something you can just jump right into as long as you have the ability and the tools to figure that out. So 
Um, for those of us who aren't professionals, um, what have you seen? And maybe those are clients that you are working with, who you used to work with, um, friends, family members. What do you think some of the biggest challenges they're facing specifically to stay on track with their health and fitness goals? Because a lot of people you talk to, I'm sure, who are clients or who know you, um, they're stuck. They're like, oh, no, what do I do? I, right. I need to go to my class. I need to go to the gym. I need to, uh, you know, I figure out a way to keep myself going. I don't, I, I'm at home. I don't want to, you know, backtrack. I don't want to regress in my progress. Mm-hmm. Um, is that one of the biggest challenges you're seeing or is it, you know, yeah, something that, a little bit more? Definitely, that is definitely up there. And this just, this reminds me of my mom. I just had a conversation with her about a week ago. Um, number one, I had to tell her to breathe because most of us have had that same thought, including myself, um, like just thinking, oh my gosh, am I going to lose everything that I've gained in the gym? Am I going to lose my muscle? Am I going to lose my endurance? And you know, all of those fears run across your mind. But I think uh, it's important to kind of shift the focus to overall wellness during this time. And if we really concentrate on other areas uh, besides the aesthetics, like your mindset, meditation, nutritional wellness, I think we can actually come out of this um, both internally and externally stronger. Um, You know, I'm thinking longevity, you know, where's, and that's how I keep my focus. But um, to add to that, we've got to have routine. Just because we're at home doesn't mean we can't build our routine from here. Yeah, I I agree. That's definitely a huge thing that uh, most people are probably still trying to figure out. I mean, it's only been, you know, it's been two weeks uh, for me and I've kind of got a handle on it. And I would say that was probably my biggest challenge was figuring out what does my routine look like? What does my new, you know, lifestyle look like? Um, yeah, so one of the things I've been trying to do is focus on kind of what are the positives that I'm gaining out of this. And, you know, I live out here in Southern California, and one of the things was, okay, I'm at, I'm at home now, but I don't have to drive for two hours every day, which has been mm-hmm. great. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, yeah. great, I get, I, get, I get more time at home, more than I probably thought I was going to get, but I don't have to drive anywhere. I get to save some money on gas. Um, so trying to keep a positive outlook on things, you know, I have with that new time that I have, I do have more time to try to figure out what is my new workout routine going to look like. Mm -hmm. Um, so just kind of thinking positive and looking at, um, the opportunities that you do have, um, and trying to build with those. So, um, that kind of leads us into uh, what we're going to be talking about a little bit more in detail next, but. Um, how else would you encourage um, those that are feeling like, man, I'm going to regress, I'm going to lose it, um, besides, you know, the routine, you know, having the schedule, um, you know, having a long view of everything, how else would you kind of encourage people, hey, like, this is short term, you're going to be fine, we'll, we'll make it. <laughs> yeah, I think, honestly, have a team by your side, you're not, you can't do this alone, like, you need people in your corner, you need that support. Um, So don't hesitate to reach out to those people who make you feel good about yourself. So just kind of surround yourself with those already highly motivated people, just kind of follow along them, make sure that everything that you're watching on social media is positive. 
so that your frame of mind is, you know, okay, I can do this. It's doable. And it has to be realistic as well. So you do have to make sure that when you're, as we are all going through this, we've got to set ourselves up for success by being realistic with what we're able to do. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Realistic goals are always going to be something that uh, everybody should work with. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I, I could be like, oh, great. I have two hours to work out now at home. I'm going to work out for an hour in the morning and an hour in the evening. Well, yeah. that's, that's not happening yet. And that's right. not one of my goals. Right. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's let's kind of dive into working out at home because that's just obviously all their age and everybody is trying to, you know, continue to serve their clients in the best way that they can. So, you know, there was obviously a lot of resources available on YouTube and Instagram, mm -hmm. you know, to see in-home workouts, to see various types of workouts. And it's just exploded over the last two weeks. Yeah. Um, so let's kind of talk about how you, number one, how you're keeping up with your workouts and what's <laughs> working for you. Um, and then we'll kind of dive into what some good recommendations might be for those who are still trying to figure that out. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, prior to COVID-19, I had a, uh, a very, you know, kind of a set schedule when it came to my workouts. I, three times per week, I was in the gym doing uh, full body training sessions. And then the remaining days, I would do some type of um, lower body I would say cardio, low impact and active stretching. So I was, you know, it's kind of moving my body a little bit every single day. And so now really the biggest difference is the intensity because I'm not able to lift as heavy. I don't have access to those heavy dumbbells or those barbells. So wrapping my mind around that has been, you know, pretty difficult. But at the same time, I'm actually increasing my meat and that's, to offset the decrease in the intensity during my heavy workouts. So if anything, I'm actually getting more out of this now than I did before because I'm consciously moving my body um, more frequently. Yeah, that, that makes sense. And that's, again, that's one of the positive things that people can look at is yep. like you have more time to work out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ho hopefully. I mean, you know, understandably, there's still a lot of people that are working. Correct. Uh, and that can still kind of maintain some sense of normalcy. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of people are trying to figure out, okay, you know, what, what can I do if I, if I reach out to somebody, you know, am I going to be able to accomplish those things on my own? So you know, that requires a lot more um, self, self-motivation uh, yeah. to kind of take that step because people can easily step back and say, well, I guess I can't do it. So I'm just going to sit here and wait until I can do it again. Oh, uh, so what are, what are some ways to kind of help people avoid that, you know, that sense of, oh man, well, you know, I'll just, I'll just get back into it. You know, I'm not, I'm probably not going to lose that much progress. Um, what are some ways you can kind of motivate people to say, Hey, like you, you can make a lot of progress still. You can, you don't have to be satisfied with just taking a break. You know, you can make progress, you know, just, you know, start here, maybe add some, you know, new, new workouts. Uh, what are some ways you can kind of help people with that? Sure. I think you can look at progress from like all angles. It doesn't necessarily have to be just with exercise. So if a person, you know, wants to feel successful and be motivated, I think they have to set up micro habits daily and that you need to stick to those habits consistently in order to continue to build and build that foundation through all of this. 
So for instance, you know, a micro habit would be, you know, I'm going to work out for 10 minutes on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. There's my exercise goal. Now I'm going to prep my lunch on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Things that are realistic for that person will set that person up for success. But this is about being consistent without over you know, overdoing these habits or, or setting themselves up for disaster by these extreme goals that just are not, it's not going to happen. If this person is coming from a background of, you know, eating out every single day, and then they want to try to cook their meals every single day, that's not realistic. So establishing these micro habits and sticking to them consistently I think that's how these people and all of us are going to get through this successfully and come out on top. Yeah, I agree. Micro goals are definitely good ways to kind of start small and then build off of successes without setting yourself up for failure. Um, So I definitely agree with that. All right. What do you think? uh, Where should people start? You know, in general, let's say they're just not really used to working out at home too much. Um, What do you think would be a good kind of entry level? Hey, if you don't know where to start, you know, you have kind of a general ability. You had some type of workout schedule before, but maybe you don't have any equipment at home. Mm-hmm. What do you think would be the best thing for people to start with? I think that you, I mean, you, you nailed it before. Like there's been an influx of just so many workout videos via YouTube and online coaching. Um, you're going to have to experiment when it comes to finding a workout video or somebody to follow. Uh, so say for instance, if you don't have um, a length or a, uh, an extensive background in training, you're gonna wanna look and you're gonna wanna put in that search engine body weight training. I'd say start there. And in most of the, you'll, you'll see over 200 plus videos pop up. I just put out a few this week. And then you can kind of run through the video and you can feel the vibe of the person who's coaching you. So you can either switch to the next one or try this person out, try the workout out. And then you've got to be able to modify. So just because this person is doing a movement a certain way doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do it because there's no one size fits all, unfortunately. Like we're going to have to self-experiment and find, it's like Goldilocks right now, which workout is going to work best for me? And so it's kind of like, (laughs) it it, it is, it's going to take some time to find that you know, routine, that 15 minute routine that actually works for you where you feel, oh my gosh, I moved my body and my muscles are working. Um, So unfortunately, like I said, there's no one size fits all, but you're going to have to do your homework as far as start with the basics, understand what body weight movements you are capable of doing, and then kind of build on top of that. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously if they do have some equipment at home, you know, we want to encourage you, especially if you are listening, like find workouts and involve that, uh, those pieces of equipment that you do have. But again, if you haven't been using it very much, start slow, you know, figure out what workouts, um, you know, you can understand, you can follow closely. Mm-hmm. Uh, that way you're not jumping into something that's just overwhelming and, and too much for you. Exactly. Um yeah, especially since, again, we're all kind of dealing with this new new life. Um, mm-hmm. so, so give yourself a little bit of a chance to, to dive into something and, and take it easy 
for a little while and then decide whether or not you can push yourself. Um, so overall, I guess this is another personal question for you, but are you, in, are you enjoying your at-home workouts? I, I, you know, I, I, again, I'm like everybody else. At some days I'm super motivated. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got energy. I'm going to get on my bike. I'm going to go for an hour. And then of course, when I get on the bike, I'm like, oh dear, what did I do? And I only <laughs> last, I end up cooping out, you know, 30 minutes. But, um, again, there are some days where I know Nina, you need to move your body and then I can check that off the list. So it, it's just, um, it changes day to day. And I think a, a lot of us are in the same, are in the same boat. Do you find, do you find that you're doing anything that's just like completely out of the ordinary for you? I know you mentioned, um, kind of what your training routine had looked like before this all happened. Um, do you find yourself kind of dabbling in things you're like, man, I didn't think I was going to be doing this, but cool. <laughs> um, well, a, a kind of a, a little funny is um, I live on a cul-de-sac, and I, I never thought I'd be making so many circles in 30 minutes walking. <laughs> um, that's one. But I think another addition to my routine that I really, you know, I actually, I would preach to my clients I never did personally Um is more of like mobility and active stretching and more yoga and, and just things that I still challenge your body, but it's totally different. And, um, I love it. I don't do it every day, but it's something new for me and, um, it's not perfect. It doesn't look pretty, but it feels great on my body. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And that's kind of one of those things that I've been found found myself, um, you know, trying to do as well. It's just add a little bit more diversity to my training because it's, you know, when you when you get in a routine, it's pretty easy to stick with that routine. Yeah. Um, but now since we're all out of routine, we can kind of figure out, you know, different ways to kind of stimulate progress by using different using different training modalities, just like you just said. Um, great. Let's talk about a few things real quick. Um what other significant changes have you noticed? And this can be health-related, it could be nutrition, it could be sleep. Has anything else changed where you're like, whoa, I didn't think I'd have to deal with that issue? Or, wow, I really get to focus more on this, apart from training and apart from everything else that's going on. Anything else stuck out? Uh, I realized how little I, I spoke to my family. My, so my immediate family... Uh, lives in Texas and I'm in Florida and I just I realized wow I, I did not spend as much time you know talking to them doing FaceTime sessions and even the quality time that I spent with my husband it was just not there so I mean for me personally this has been a blessing in disguise so I'm taking full advantage of building those relationships up again because that's my family and um it just makes me, it fills my heart and my soul. Uh, as cheesy as that sounds, it just, it makes my day when I get to see them. Um, and then on the other side of this, uh, nutrition wise, I think that I, most of us stress eat in these times. And I, I'm a big stress eater. I eat when I'm happy, when I'm sad, when I'm excited, when I, you know, any emotion that comes across my body, I want to head to the pantry. So I think what's changed a lot with me is I'm actually more diligent with my food tracking and that's to allow for these indulgences and to create that balance to where number one, I don't feel deprived. And number two, 
I am just doing what's right for my body. So it's just kind of creating awareness around my food habits. Um, you know, because I've been a coach, you know, for 15 plus years, I was, you know, somewhat sporadic on my fitness pal, but I'm on it daily now. And it really just helps me find that balance between good food and not so good food. And, you know, it just keeping my consistency with that. Yeah, I agree. And that, that's extremely important to mention too, because, you know, as, as training changes, as type of training changes, sometimes uh, your nutrition demands uh, can change slightly right. just depending on what's going on. So right. um, important for people to kind of pay attention to how their diet is transitioning as well, because even if you had a routine before, you may have to develop a, a new routine. So keeping a better uh, you know, idea or a better record of what's going on, what those changes might be, um, is a good way to practice um, consistency, especially with nutrition. Um, great. That was, this has been great, Nina. Thank you so much. I want to do one more thing, and I always ask this to everybody that I interview. Um, if you could give our listeners kind of three practical takeaways. They could, these could be, they don't have to be you know, related to quarantine life. They don't have to necessarily be related to workouts. It can be anything health and fitness related, but just three things you want to leave people with uh, to motivate them and encourage them, um, you know, going forward. Yeah, sure. Um, let me wrap my head around that real quick. Uh, let's see, three <laughs> tips. Um, I think the first one is give yourself grace and give yourself that time to adjust. It's only, we're only two weeks in for most of us, and you've, you built a lifestyle that took years. So we've only been in this thing for two weeks. Just be okay with not being perfect and productive every single day. Um, I've had to tell myself, I've had conversations with myself daily um, just to, you know, make sure it's going to be okay, Nina. Just relax. Just breathe. Um, <laughs> I think for, and this may be uh, off, and not even off topic, for, but for those who find themselves, whether it's stress eating or stress drinking, um, you can definitely make the smarter choice. For example, if you, if alcohol is your go-to right now, um, quality and quantity matter. So, um, little tip, find an organic and sustainable wine. There you go. If we're going to eat quality food, we might as well drink quality beverages. Um, I've had a lot of conversations with clients about alcohol. So that's, you know, sitting right there at the top of the list. And, um, oh, I think the last one is practice um, belly breathing, deep abdominal breathing, um, also known as like a diaphragmatic breathing. And it, just mm -hmm, really, yep. it really encourages um, better oxygenation and purification, which means it can boost your immunity. And that's free. You can do it any time of the day and you can do it before night. It's re before you go to sleep. It's really, really relaxing and so just a tip for that and something you can practice is to um, inhale through your nose for three seconds hold for three seconds and then exhale through your nose for three seconds and you just repeat that so you do that daily and it just it brings those stress levels down and it can also you know potentially lower your blood pressure so if you're feeling super stressed and you're super anxious 
try some um, deep belly breathing. All right, perfect. Love it. Excellent. Those are awesome. those are awesome. Thank you so much, Nina. Um, we'll go ahead and provide our listeners to uh, reach out to you through Instagram, and awesome. uh, we'll go ahead and make sure that that's available on our website and on everywhere you can listen to this episode. And uh, hopefully you can keep spinning and keep staying on your sunny bike and keeping Yay! up with your workouts. And we'll be uh, we'll make sure to continue to follow you and uh, continue to you know, let people know, hey, go check out what Nina's doing. She's got a great crowd of great information and content. I mean, you're, you've done a lot of stuff. Thank <laughs> I mean, you so your, much. Your, your, your recipes look great. I need to try to figure out how to get some of those. Um, you know, cookbook, yeah. awesome. Yeah. You got a, you got a podcast yeah, going on. It's unflattered. Thank you so much. Um, great. Take care. Be safe. And uh, hopefully we can reconnect at a later date. Yes, sir. Have a wonderful day. <laughs>